0: Welcome to Live in the Feast. I'm Jason Resnick, and for the past decade, I've been helping businesses translate their goals into online success as a freelance web developer. In order for me to accomplish my why as a freelancer, I needed to live in the feast. Now I'm turning the tables around so you as the freelancer can do the same and build a sustainable business to achieve success so that you can ultimately live the kind of life you want. Howdy Feasters. Today, we are going back to basics. We are talking about your sales process and more specifically, the conversations you are having with your leads. In this podcast, you are going to walk away with the exact process to meet potential clients where they are. When a lead comes to you, they know what they know, but more importantly, They don't know what they don't know. You are the expert and having all the answers is really what the lead is looking for. And today you are going to walk away with simple strategies to implement during your next sales call to meet your lead where they are so that you show them how you solve their problems and close more deals. This episode is sponsored by Feast. Feast is the roadmap and community built for freelancers like you looking to take their business to the next level. You didn't become a freelancer and start your own business because you wanted to work more, right? Want better clients? Command higher prices? Build recurring revenue so you can stay out of the famine for good? Feast will help you focus and remain accountable through coaching calls, community, and exclusive mastermind group, and a ton of resources and tactics that work for today's market. Head over to res.com slash feast to check it out. And while you're there, take a look and grab the free lesson and the KPI spreadsheet which I use to track my own content marketing. Hasn't this season been awesome so far? I realized that up until this episode We've had all interviews, right? Less talking Jason and more talking everyone else. (laughs) But that's really because these people are killing it. And folks who I admire myself and have learned from over the years. Marketing is not easy and can be done wrong very simply. But when it's done right, it just isn't marketing. It's your sales too. Sales and marketing, regardless if you're like me and don't consider yourself a salesperson, need to happen all the time to be a successful freelancer. You can't just market yourself when you need work. That's a fast track back to sitting at somebody else's desk. So that's why I wanted to bring onto the show folks who are living, breathing sales and marketing and doing it in ways that maybe you haven't thought about before and can use those strategies and tactics that are tried and true. So today we're going to be bringing the conversation a bit back. If you're binging on this season, your head is no doubt spinning with tons of ideas. Today, I want to share with you simple strategies to always be marketing, as Gina Horky said in episode 10 of season one. The conversations you have prior to that lead becoming a client needs to start at a very high level until you can meet them where they are. Your lead will come at you with very specific requests. If you're a developer, they may even come to you with very specific technology they want to use. Maybe they heard a friend using a particular piece of software that's working for their business and want to use it for their own maybe they'll ask you to use the next big thing that they heard about at some conference that they attended. It's your job to make sure that the specific thing fits their business needs. If your designer and a lead comes to you with a list of websites that they like the look of and they want a randomized instance where their user is brought to an upside down login page, yes, I've actually been requested to do that. It's your job to stop them and say, so how does this help your user? Everyone in life is at a different stage of their journey, right? Similarly, everyone in business is at a different stage. My wife and I are currently looking around for a pediatrician for TJ, our one-year-old son, because we moved and, well, quite honestly, we don't want to take three hours out of our day to drive back and forth to the old one for an appointment that's really only 10 minutes. Call us lazy. The first time we interviewed doctors, my wife was pregnant. So there were very specific questions that we had, most of them concerning what was going to happen once the baby was here. What's next? Who do we talk with about how we go about what we need to do as parents moving forward to make sure that TJ's okay? Makes sense, right? The one we finally chose was someone who brought it back to a higher level first. She talked about how she has children, the views that she has on vaccines and treatments, what her office policies were, and even how things are handled when we need her and she isn't there. She allowed us to finish asking our most immediate questions, but knew that once we got past that in our journey, that we'd have a long list of other things that would be important to us. She brought it back to basics and addressed things that She knows from her experience that are important and will be helpful to us. So as we're looking around again, my wife and I are thinking of all the questions that we need to ask. And I'm noticing that our questions still very much are related towards the now rather than the future. And that's okay because it's where we are in our path. It's immediately what we're concerned with. I'm sure that new doctors will very much address our immediate needs and our questions. In the context of your sales process, I would encourage you to spend the first five or 10 minutes answering any and all questions your lead has. Then bring that conversation back away from the technology, away from the specifics, away from the event that they attended, from what their friends are doing in their businesses, and simply ask, How would this help your customers moving forward? Where does this meet your customers in their journey with you? Bringing things back to basics isn't sexy. I'll give you that. But it keeps the eye on the prize. Remember, Chris Marr said at the very first episode that we are in business for a long time. Remember that. Sure, something might solve an immediate need, but what happens six, 12 months from now? In episode one of this season, Chris Marr talks about that buyer's journey. The buyer's journey is a framework that acknowledges a buyer's progression through awareness, consideration, and decision stages with you. In that episode, he gives us so much value that when you distill it down, he suggests that every piece of sales and marketing content you put online should meet a customer within one of those three stages. In episode four, Ruben Gomez shares with you what pieces of content he puts out to validate an idea on a new product or service. This addresses the customers in the awareness phase. He knows that if he can get enough traffic to content on the edges as he sports it, then it's a valid idea to move forward with building it out. He's meeting customers where they are in their journey. And it's really just the awareness of their problem. Brennan Dunn in episode five talks about meeting leads and clients where they are in the messaging and the conversations he's had throughout his entire career. He says that high touch sales work so well because you're speaking the same language as the potential customer. When you do that, you're more likely to close that sale. This is in the consideration stage of the buyer's journey, that with careful language and messaging of your solution to their problem, you are more likely to be successful in closing that deal. By meeting a lead where they are in business, you are more likely to be able to cater to them through every step of their journey with you and close that deal. If you're struggling to close deals lately, I encourage you to think about your last five sales calls. Did you bring it back to basics or did you just talk about the immediate needs? Did you find out what their business goals were for the next three, six, 12 months even? Did you ask them what feedback they've received from their customers over the past year? Did you speak about facts rather than theory and opinion? Did you ask them why they came to you in the first place? These are all acceptable and necessary components of a good sales call. You can't get a clear picture of where someone's business is through a 30-minute call without these questions. You can't know if you can really solve their problem without the sorts of answers to these questions. These questions elevate the conversation from the tasks that they came to you with to a business strategy session that. Even if it's not something you do, will give you a much clearer picture as to what the success could be if you close that deal. Remember, anyone can write code or design a website or write blog posts. Think about it. They are talking to you right now about those very things, not the person that did them before, right? If you are able to focus on what the customer has in their mind of what success looks like. Whether that's more leads, people walking through their store door, or revenue, they will continue to come back to you over and over again. Meeting your leads where they are with whatever interaction they have with you, whether that's a blog post, sales call, or even at an event, will put you and your business in a better spot to land that client. The takeaway for this show is for you to hop onto your social platform of choice. You don't even need to be on it very much, but take 30 minutes and search for questions that you have answers to. This could be in a Facebook group where you ask your own questions of people about your business. It could be in a comment on a busy LinkedIn thread that someone shared about a new tactic they employed in their business. Search on Quora by finding a question in a particular topic that you just answered for a lead by way of email. Moving forward in your content marketing, whether it's a blog post, social media share, just about anything you do online, before you press that button, ask yourself, does this help someone in the awareness, consideration, or decision stage of their journey? If you would like help finding out how to meet your potential clients where they are in their journey, I encourage you to check out the sales kit at res.com slash sales kit. You'll learn exactly how to set up a system that brings you the questions people ask about what struggles they are having straight to your inbox. There's really no better place to start moving someone through their buyer's journey than to answer their immediate questions and provide value right away. So I hope this was helpful. Let me know in the comments below, share a tweet. I want to hear how this is helping you. What questions are you asking now in your sales process to meet potential clients where they are? So until next time, it's your time to live in the feast.